Hey, welcome to Charismatic Dirtbags, a podcast about rock stars. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my co-hosts and co-dirtbags, David Alcazar and Truman Forehand. Boys, uh, we are beginning a very special month here on Charismatic Dirtbags. And I don't care if this very special month actually takes three months to finish. Um, it's important to me that we do this right. We are starting Rockstar March Madness. We've got a 64 Rockstar bracket that we have compiled lovingly. A lot of, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into this. Arguments, uh, impassioned pleas for Rockstars to make the 64 bracket. And we're going to go through this thing systematically. And we are going to pick the greatest rock star of all time. This is noble work, boys. And I just want to say at the top here, I feel so privileged to be doing this with you guys. Uh, this is huge. It's going to be fun. Um, so the way that we've broken this down just functionally is that we have four regions. Uh, our first region we'll tackle today, the 60s and 70s. Then we have the 80s. The 80s got its own uh, region, huge decade for music. We have the 90s. And then we have 2000 to the present. Um, so there will be a winner from each region. They will meet in the final four uh, to determine the greatest rock star of all time. Super, super pumped, boys. Let's get into it. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. Let's just roll up our sleeves and get started. Uh, our first matchup here, Elvis Presley versus Iggy Pop. All right. Iggy was kind of a low seed. He's scrappy. He's a scrapper. Detroit guy. Uh, a lot of charisma, very important uh, influence in the world of, of punk music. And then Elvis, the king of rock and roll. Um, as much as I love Iggy Pop, I feel like this is Elvis in a walk. But Alcazar, you and I are Iggy Pop guys. Give your give your impassioned plea for Iggy Pop in this category. Yeah, I feel like I like Iggy Pop more than Elvis. Um, I do too, I, I actually. I don't know if that means I vote for Iggy Pop over Elvis. I yeah. I'm trying to figure out, I think we're gonna have to figure out how we vote for these these <laughs> rock stars because there's so many different variables yeah at play but right off the bat I'm, I'm getting kind of a it's an interesting matchup because you have the kind of polished sheen of Elvis which is very yep. structured he's he's got a wardrobe he's got a very very smooth style of singing mm -hmm. uh, it's very grand and then you have kind of the rough and tumble icky pop style which is you yeah know, He's got the leather pants and he's shirtless and rolling around in some glass, maybe some peanut butter on stage, you know, just doing crazy things. Um, yeah, I feel like Elvis would be uncomfortable in the room with Iggy Pop, almost. Yeah, but if if I was in a room and I had the choice to listen to an Iggy Pop record or an Elvis record, I'm 100% choosing the Iggy Pop record. However, in this category, I'm voting for Elvis. Uh, it's the influence. It's the the body of work. Um, all the changes he instituted in the industry. I think it's got to be Elvis, the movie career. Truths, your thoughts? I agree. I think it's Elvis. Um, kind of in a, I don't know, maybe maybe this is easy in yeah. a sense. Just because, you know, Elvis may well have been the first rock star, or at the very least, the first truly iconic rock star. And there's probably a conversation to be had historically, ethically, about whether or not he should be, um, in terms of his place in music, his place relative to like african-american music but you know the fact of the matter is he's iconic he defines so much of what we think in american culture about music about rock stars about rock and roll in many ways elvis is rock and roll yeah yeah no i'm with you this is if this were basketball this would be the matchup where like elvis wins by 25 
but you walk away from the game going, gosh, I really enjoyed watching that other team play. You know, it's like when Princeton, they're passing the ball seven times before they shoot. They lose by 30, but you still kind of like watching them. That's that's Iggy Pop for me on this one. So we're we're in agreement. It's Elvis. Well, I'm, I'm voting for Iggy Pop even though he's he's not going to win. Yeah. I think he deserves a vote. And I think I almost – I do agree with myself when I say that I vote for Iggy Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get the argument for Elvis. I mean, he's kind of the giant here. Yeah. But I think if you think about the lasting impact in some degrees, I feel like Iggy Pop still makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. He's still kind of a disruptor musically, Dude. persona-wise, whereas Elvis has almost – he's lost that. Yeah. Well, and Iggy Pop's had a nice third act here where you're hearing the music in like a credit card commercial, so he's getting paid, which is nice. He's showing up like smoking a cigarette in the Jim Jarmusch picture. You're enjoying that. So, man, maybe we're talking ourselves into it, Alcazar. Is this know. a is this a first round upset, Trudes? I don't we... know. I'm 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 still gonna stand firm for Elvis. I'm gonna argue for Elvis here for a second. Go. So on a few levels. First of all, we've talked about like just levels of iconic. And I agree that like Iggy Pop has he has some he has more staying power than you might think, especially given, you know, relative levels in this matchup. But Again, I'll reiterate, Elvis is rock and roll in the popular consciousness. You know, like you go yeah. to a diner, it's it's Elvis. That's what the diner is. You Dude, you're right. You go to your grandparents' house and it's Elvis. And yeah, he's, he's not he's not as edgy as, as he was during his lifetime and during especially his early career. But I think if we can grasp in some sense what he actually was in terms of how he confronted what America in the fifties and then the sixties yeah. was early in his career. Elvis was as confrontational as anybody was. Yeah, no, you're right. You can go to Memphis, you can see his house. Nobody's going to like Ypsilanti to walk through like an Iggy Pop house. Uh, It's Elvis. (laughs) Not yet, at least. Not yet, at least. All right, boys, second matchup. This is a compelling one. These are all compelling. We've done a really nice job on this. Johnny Cash versus Brian Wilson. (laughs) Brian Wilson, erstwhile member of the Beach Boys. Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. Um, Good old country boy versus a... A nice little southern Dude, a, stoner, <laughs> Southern California. A Southern California stoner versus a country boy, but a country boy who had like a really interesting third act of his own in the early 2000s with uh, the whole Hurt video kind of era of the Johnny Cash career, the movie, the big biopic. I feel like Brian Wilson had a biopic too, though. Did, um, he? did he? I feel like somebody did a Brian Wilson biopic. We'll have to look it up. But uh, I think the fact that we don't know is telling. The fact that we don't know <laughs> might mean it wasn't very good or it didn't get a wide release. It didn't get that Joaquin Phoenix Oscar kind of yeah treatment. I'm I'm voting for Johnny Cash here, and I want to hear you guys briefly on this, just because I feel like you would go you would go to a venue, you'd buy a ticket to see Johnny Cash, but nobody's like, I gotta go see Brian Wilson. They're going to see the Beach, Boys. The Beach Boys. It's an experience yeah. of its own. It's important. But I'm going to see Johnny Cash. Your thoughts? I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I'm full disclosure. I've never been personally a big Beach Boys guy. Mm-hmm. I think I can recognize the artistry. I think yeah, yeah. Wilson did a lot. But I don't, Cash is kind of this. Um, he's unreal. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Especially when you go back and you listen to some of those old albums, like the the Folsom, uh, Folsom City, the Folsom the, Prison, Prison Blues. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just incredible stuff. Um, yeah, I think he kind of smokes Wilson. Yeah, I think he does. I think he wins by 30. Yeah, all right. We're in agreement. I'm going to move quickly. Uh, this next one is kind of fascinating. Alcazar, I'm going to lean on you for uh, for the first 
competitor here. We've got Jim Morrison versus Bob Dylan. I am I'm of the mind that Jim Morrison is just a hot idiot. Um, <laughs> I'm in the hot idiot camp with Jim Morrison, so I'm going... I kind of hate myself for this because I find Bob Dylan fans to be largely insufferable, but I'm going Bob Dylan. Uh, Alcazar, you stood on the table for Morrison. Make your defense. Well, this is a this is a tough this is a tough one for old Alcazar. Yeah, yeah. He'd stand on the table for both of these. He would. He would. You've put me in a hard spot here. Uh, I know. I I, I, I die in a hill for Morrison, and and then I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna have to go Dylan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I don't. I don't think Morrison is necessarily a hot idiot. I think he's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think a lot of his music was very. It was very political. It similar to Dylan, a very kind mm-hmm. of anti-war, um, anti-establishment stuff going on. Um, I think performance-wise. Yeah. I think Morrison wins. Yeah. So if we're only gonna. If this was only yeah. a performance. No, you're right. Debate. Maybe a better rock star. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the full leather outfits. He's yeah, yeah, just really just, selling the rock star thing, dude. Yeah, yes. Um, Gosh dang, maybe I'm talking myself into it. As much as I want to <laughs> vote for Morrison, because I do, I do love Morrison. Yeah, uh, I think Dylan is just kind of the. He's kind of the the poet rock star. He's of the all poet time. rock star of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The paradigmatic. What every boring guy with an acoustic on a rug is trying to be is Bob Dylan. Yeah. You know? I mean, he spawned an industry of 10,000 lookalikes, you know? Yeah. Um, no, that's huge. Trudes, help us out with this one. I'm going to go Dylan as well. And for the same and other similar reasons, I think that Dylan is so iconic, particularly as a storyteller and a songwriter. You know, he, he's probably one of the great American writers, despite his medium not being, you know, books or, or poetry yeah. or anything like that because of what he did crafting the the iconography yeah. of I don't know the the great american songbook if you want to call it that yeah. like people people who don't know and couldn't name any dylan song still know on some level what it means for a song to be a dylan song yeah i think he was the first ever hipster title belt holder and yeah. we'll we'll go back to that conceit often as we move through these brackets but dylan was the first one it's dylan all right we got to an interesting like mid seed versus mid seed matchup here next. Chuck Berry versus Janis Joplin. Hmm. These are two artists that like I don't have a ton of experience with. Like my greatest level of overlap with Chuck Berry is probably via the movie Back to the Future, in which he's his character is on screen for a few minutes at the end. Um, Janis Joplin, it's it's probably a similar experience. I think I'm going Chuck Berry, just in terms of influence on rock and roll in general. Um, what do you guys have? So when I when I when I talked about Elvis, I alluded to this idea that you know Elvis owed a lot of what he did to people who came before him, particularly black artists who couldn't, in many cases, achieve that level of fame just because of America at that time. And I think Chuck Berry is probably first and foremost among those artists. Mm-hmm. Where even if, you know, we don't know a lot of Chuck Berry songs, Johnny B. Good is probably like yeah. the one that most people could name and probably the only one. Um, still, so much of what Chuck Berry did enabled people who got more famous doing the same thing. Yeah, I love it. Alcazar, any thoughts on this one? Chuck Berry versus Janis Joplin? I think, admittedly, I don't have a lot of experience with Joplin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw her in a concert documentary of, I think, Woodstock or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was great. Um, yeah. I think I just have a bit of a nostalgic 
um, connection to Chuck Berry because I remember watching. I think he has a song in Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. um, the the diner dance scene. Yeah, uh, which is kind of iconic at this yeah. point. So I think his music is more enduring. It um, is, and it's gotten hat tips throughout pop culture in a way that Janis Joplin hasn't. Let's go Chuck Berry. Um, all right, boys. I don't know if this is actually a tough one, but maybe it is. Um, Keith Richards versus Robert Plant. Keith Richards, Robert Plant. They were each kind of arguably the second guy in their bands. Um, But both huge. I'm going Richards, and it's largely swayed by his presidential-length autobiography that I read like a decade ago. It was really good. One of the best rock biographies of all time. And it's seriously like 700 pages long. Um, I'm going Keith Richards here. Huge band. Huge influence. Who do you guys have? I like Richards a lot. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go Plant, though. Okay. Just because I'm... Zeppelin is just such a better band. Yeah, yeah, they're, better bands. Unreal. Yeah, they are unreal. Um, um, and I think perf- just performance-wise, I think Plant edges out Richards just a little bit for me. Just watching Zeppelin perform. Yeah, as no, a band. they're unbelievable. I feel like Keith Richards sort of cemented some things about what a rock guitarist is supposed to look like, right? Like the burning cigarette in the in the neck of the guitar. Uh, just the way he carried himself, the low slung like carriage of the guitar. Like there were some aesthetic things that I feel like he started. But I'm I'm on board with your argument. I actually need to chew on it while Trudes talks. So I will say that at least to begin with, I did not have strong opinions on either of these two uh, rock stars. I think I'm gonna give the edge slightly to Richards because so what you said, Cluck, about the idea that both of these guys are kind of the second guy in their own band, mm-hmm. I think Richards comes closer to superseding the actual front man of the band. I actually agree. Um, yeah, that's and good. And I, I say that while acknowledging that, you know, he was he was playing alongside one of the greatest front men probably of all times. Yeah. But at the same time, there's so much that he did even without being front and center in terms of energy, in terms of, like you said, defining what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I think that's something that I've given a lot of weight to so far and will continue to in my voting is like to guys who defined what it means. Yeah. And I think Richards, like you said, defined what it means in many ways. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, that was a close one. That was the that was the first round matchup that maybe came down to the buzzer, came down to the to the last thirty seconds. That was a good one. Uh, all right, boys. Two very different styles in this next matchup. We got Jimi Hendrix versus Paul McCartney. <laughs> Paul McCartney, one of the, I don't know, maybe five most famous people of all time. Like a really famous person. Yeah. Remains, remains so. Remains so. Like beloved figure in kind of British culture. I'm going Hendrix just because I hate the Beatles. Um, so this one's kind of easy for me. But I make the argument because... I won't make the argument for McCartney um, yeah. because I love Jimi Hendrix okay. so much. Yeah, yeah. He's just incredible. Yeah. Um, I, th- I remember watching a documentary. Um, I think it was Wood- the same Woodstock one. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, where, oh, no, it was, the, it was a Mon- uh, Monterey Pop 
Okay. Festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have it on Blu-ray. My 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 dorm, and I watch it occasionally. And there's a the clip I love watching where Hendrix sets his guitar on fire mm. while he's playing it, mm-hmm. um, and then just slams it into the ground and smashes it in at the end of the song, and everything just goes everywhere. Yeah. Hendrix to me is like. There's not. There's very few rock stars across any decade on this list that are yeah. going to come close to, to Hendrix. And I think McCartney, yeah. I think he's a brilliant songwriter. I think, I honestly like the Beatles. I think yeah. they've yeah. produced some phenomenal music. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one that needs to say that. Yeah. Um, but as a rock star, I think Hendrix kind of smokes McCartney. So much rock star horsepower. Yeah. And he was like. I think he was the first one to start smashing guitars. Uh, so that was a Hendrix thing. Um, yeah, super cool looking. Trudes, make an argument for either guy. I'm going to I'm gonna go with David here, and I'm going to give the edge to Hendrix for some of the same reasons. I don't think McCartney has nearly as much, quote-unquote, rock star qualities. I think if you were to argue their catalog or their artistry, you could mm. probably give the edge to McCartney. Yeah. But if what we're doing is a rock star bra- bracket, and, and mm-hmm. we are, then I think it's Hendrix. Hendrix, yeah. Hendrix is a a rock star, like all caps yeah. underlined. Yep. Hendrix was the rock star. The rock star's rock star. Absolutely. All right. Next one as we finish up these uh, these these first round matchups, we got two more. Um, we've got John Lennon. Coming in on a on a high seed versus Lou Reed. Lou Reed was a late addition. He was like the play-in team. Frisky. Scrappy. Um, again, I'm going Lou Reed here because I hate the Beatles. And I just think John Lennon is one of the most allegedly interesting but boring people of all time. I think he's super boring. I'm going Lou Reed. The artistry, the impact on the industry. True's your thoughts. I'm going to make the argument for Lennon. Yeah. Um... I think Lennon, first of all, is is at the very least more iconic. Mm. I don't think that's even necessarily controversial. No, that's so true. So um, true. Yeah. So at the very least more iconic. But I'm also going to make an argument for Lennon as one of the first guys to define one of the archetypes of rock star, right? Mm-hmm. So if there are, if there's a few different kinds of archetype of rock star, like Hendrix is, you know, the guy who's going crazy with the stage energy. Yeah. Um, Somebody like Cash is sort of that strong, quiet, transgressive presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, Elvis is the pomp and the polish. Yeah. Lennon, alongside guys like Bob Dylan, um, even if they're not necessarily similar as artists, Lennon was one of the guys who defined, you know, the songwriter poet, the thoughtful, yeah. um, almost like, like philosopher of rock music. That was John Lennon. Yeah. Um, Dang it. Yeah, he's maybe the biggest one of you're those right. guys. Yeah, you're right. Alcazar, make the argument for Lennon or Lou Reed. Look, I don't dislike John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But I think if we're going to, and this is, I guess, getting into a larger thing, but if uh-huh. we're going to say that Lennon is kind of, if we're going to say he kind of defined the hipster kind of rock mm-hmm. star, I just don't, I don't see it from Lennon. I don't. Uh-huh. I, I think, I think he was kind of, He's like very pretentious. Faux deep. I just He would have done great in the nineties. Yeah. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't. And I wanna see it. Yeah. I, but I just anytime I see him like talk or sing, I just kind of I don't I don't buy it. 
Yes. I get that he. I get that that that's his persona, but for some yeah. it just doesn't work for me. And it, like with Dylan, it does work. So it. Yeah. I, I can't really explain it other than it's just something about his vibe. No, that I, I agree. Don't think captures it. So so this is tricky in that everything Trude said was true. Like Lennon, massive rock star, defined a type. But I think I'm going Lou Reed, and I think you are. I'm is this our Lou first Reed. round one upset? I think I'm going Lou Reed. Lou Reed also is just. <laughs> I think Lennon, I get the sense that Lennon created a persona and, mm-hmm. and really worked at it. I get yeah. the sense that Lou Reed was just It effortless. was effortless. Yeah. A lot of people have rip, ripped off Lou Reed. I think he just lived and breathed cool. I think so too, dude. And I think Lennon created that persona. Dude, we got an upset. It's yeah. Lou Reed. So I'm excited. Can I kind of put a little a little bow on this? Since yeah. I'm... I'm <laughs> um, I'm, I'm the one getting outvoted in our first upset, and I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. I'm not gonna pound the table uh, yeah. for Lennon. I'm, I disagree, but not strongly. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so that works. I think I think Lennon is iconic for all the reasons I've said, um, but I do think Lennon, and this this is gonna happen, I think, a few times throughout this exercise, is Lennon's one of those guys where his persona is recognizable on its own, but it doesn't really work. Yeah. On its own. Yeah. And I think this is the same reason that Paul McCartney lost, and it's probably the same reason that the Beach Boys did, um, is because like, you know, you're not taking any one of the Beach Boys alone; you're taking the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And I think similarly, despite their you know solo catalogs, you're not taking any one of the Beatles alone; you're taking the Beatles. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good word. That's a good, and it's a good way to to close that debate for sure. Last round one matchup, we've got Mick Jagger. Erstwhile Rolling Stones frontman versus Ray Charles. It's Jagger, right? Are we? Is I, this I think a debate? it's definitely Jagger. But it's I think Jagger. We, we owe it yeah. to Ray Charles to at least talk about him, probably. Yeah. Go of ahead. Course. Yeah. Um. So I think you know, as a preface to this, we say rock star. Clearly, we're not just talking about quote unquote rock music, the genre. Yeah. Specifically defined. Obviously, we've got Johnny Cash in here. Um. And so Ray Charles was the first of one of sort of the less the less well-known archetypes, but nonetheless one that exists, which is like you're he's not necessarily an energetic performer. Like he was at the piano most of the time. Obviously he was blind, um, and that you know plays a role in that. But there's something about his presence where he doesn't need to be energetic to captivate. Mm-hmm. There's a gravity to him. Yeah. Where gosh, that's well said. He's yeah. the center of the room. Yep. And you look at him, even if he's not doing anything. Mm. That's a rock star quality, if there yeah. ever was one. I agree, and I think the fact that he was blind to, um, speaks to just how much gravity surrounded him. Was he didn't need he didn't even need to see yeah. to kind of yeah. have that energy. Um, I think I could even I could give it to Ray Charles just for the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Dude, I was going to mention the Blues Brothers, one of my all-time favorite movies. So I was born in the 70s. Uh, I was born in 1976. The Blues Brothers came out in 1980. It was the first movie that I watched with my older cousins as a child that I remember loving. Um, as a, like an adult movie, you know, as, as a movie that adults watched. Ray, Ray Charles is in it for like five minutes. Ray's Music Exchange. It's where they buy the amps and the and the piano. Uh, he's awesome in that scene. He fires a gun while also being blind. Uh, it's a really great scene. Oh yeah. Uh, he's great in it. I think it's Mick Jagger. It's it's Mick Jagger, but but Ray Charles. Yeah, 
he acquits himself well. He acquits yeah. himself really well. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Ray Charles just because I think he deserves. Yeah, it. symbolically he deserves win. one. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Symbolically, I'm gonna vote for Ray Charles, and I will say, does Mick Jagger have an official state song? I, he's I British, so definitely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, the Ray Charles body of work, really, It even as we talk about longevity, like hat tips and pop culture, like some of those things really add up for Ray Charles, you know, over the over the course of time. There's the big biopic, you know, probably more people, I don't know, it's interesting, probably more people respect Ray Charles than respect Mick Jagger. I mean... I don't know, just in terms of the life lived and those sorts of things. But, boys, we have second-round business to conduct. These matchups are getting tough, dude. As I look at these, I'm having a hard time in my own heart and mind, like, coming up with a with a quick uh, answer on some of them. Let's start uh, at the bottom of the bracket. We've got Elvis Presley versus Johnny Cash. Two sort of iconic guys from the same era. Poor Truman. Kind of doing the same thing, but in different ways. Um, Johnny Cash went darker with it. Elvis went more like, I'm doing a movie in Hawaii. You know, um, different different ways to, to get at the same thing. Who do we have in Johnny Cash versus Elvis round two? This is huge, dude. I want to hear what Trudy has to say, because these are two artists that I feel like Trudy... I'm, I'm the one who stood on the table for both. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to take Cash. Ooh. And, in Big. fact, I'm going to take Cash strongly. Okay. Because, well, several reasons. First of all, I think Cash was probably more authentic. Mm-hmm. I think both of them had a created persona. You know, Cash had the man in black thing. That certainly wasn't, you know, how he came into music. It, yeah. It was down the line. But at the same time, Cash's artistry was more his own. Yeah. Um, first of all, he wasn't taking as much from artists who had come before, although clearly, you know, he was from like blues and country traditions, uh, as well as gospel and rock and roll. But Cash was more Cash. If you were to remove their voices from their songs and have it sung by someone else, I think that someone could identify a Cash song more than they could an Elvis song. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. And then also, I think Cash honestly has a more iconic persona because Elvis's persona has mostly to do with the stage, whereas Cash's persona was his his life, you know? Like, it's his experiences, you know, it's it's the photo under the bush, you know, high as a kite. Mm -hmm. It's the photo, you know, flipping off the camera at San Quentin. It's very much the life he actually did live. Yeah, and that same thing's not there with Elvis. I agree. I think it. I think it, we we go, or at least I'm gonna go, um, cash here, and I, for a very similar reason, which is that I think one of the things that I value out of rock stars is an authenticity to. Yeah, and in, I don't think that Elvis was dis, disingenuous, but I do think he. There's a lot that went into making Elvis Elvis that didn't involve Elvis Mm. Um, where there's a lot that was manufactured around him to create yeah whereas Johnny Cash kind of he made the industry bend to his will yeah and I like that in a rock star I like that in an artist I got cash yeah yeah wow Elvis got swept Elvis got swept dude Johnny Cash man Cash is gonna be a tough out Um, listen I'm I'm gonna stand on the table for Cash this whole time Cash is gonna be a real tough out (laughs) All right, we got Bob Dylan versus Chuck Berry. 
It's Dylan, right? It's Dylan. It's as Dylan. much as I hate, Dylan all the way. as much as I hate voting for the smug hipster, it's Dylan. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stand on the table for Dylan a lot. I think. We'll, well see. We'll see. He's strong. All right, this one's tough, dude. For me, at least. Keith Richards versus Jimi Hendrix. Richards had a tough round one matchup. Hendrix, not so much. I don't know, man. These are both great rock stars, great guitar players, iconic, cool-looking dudes. Um, when you think of rock stars, you think of both of them. I've got Richards just because he lived longer. Like I just think he's been the the body of work is we're going on like four or five decades now. It's insane the the production out of Keith Richards, but uh, I'm willing to be wrong on that. I think he's got longevity, but I again I don't think you can really hold a candle to to Hendrix's just the electricity. Yeah, the raw that, power that just comes out of that guy. The magnetism he's on stage. Yeah, I think he. He's arguably the greatest guitarist of that era. Yeah. You can make an argument for that. Um, I think, if we're being honest, he was he was so much of a rock star that it killed him. Yeah. I mean, that this guy was... That's a good word. Allegedly <laughs> taking acid before shows. He was living it. He was yeah. living it 24-7, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, if we're talking authenticity. Yeah. I mean, do I condone that lifestyle? No. No. But As a if, podcast, do we condone the lifestyle? We don't. don't. Yeah, do yeah. The, the official position the of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the charismatic dirtbags <laughs> is against acid. That's right. But if we're talking rock star, uh, yeah. he really embraced it. No, you're right. Um, and I think that came out not only in his persona, but also just in his performance. I think yeah. it's... I will be hard-pressed to find another rock star that I would rather have seen live yeah. than I think Jimi Hendrix. So I'm going Hendrix. You know what? I'm in. It's Hendrix. Yeah. Trudes, anything to add? Not really. I'm right there with you guys. I'm going Hendrix. I think, you know, I think I feel like there's a few guys I've said this about, but Hendrix is one of the rock stars. Like, if we're talking, yeah. you know, components of rock star, there's the artistry itself, there's, uh, you know, the, the energy or, you know, the the gravity of it. Yeah. And then I think there's just how cool they are. No, yeah. Hendrix one of the Hendrix's one of the coolest rock stars has been. Cool looking. He walks into the room, yeah. you're looking. Yeah. You're yeah. looking at that guy. And his style, I think, too, was so iconic. Yeah, it was different, dude. Nobody was doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's huge. And and the Rolling Stones are going to get representation uh, later on in the next matchup. Lou Reed versus Mick Jagger. Mm. Much as I love Lou Reed, I think this is where he, he takes the L. I think I can be happy with Lou Reed making it past the first round. I can, too. That's respectable. It's scrappy. And we haven't really talked much about Jagger here, and I think we will soon enough because he's going to start getting into tougher and tougher matchups. Yeah. But he really is like the kind of, from a bravado perspective, he yeah. really brought it. Dude, the rock star mythos, right? Like, yeah. you're cruising around London in like sports cars, you're dating models, you're getting coked out and like recording a record in a haunted mansion. I mean, like that's that's peak rock star behavior. Yeah. And Mick Jagger brought all of that to the table, and he never stopped. Um, again, do I condone some of those things? I don't. But as far as what you're looking for in a rock star, both kind of on and off the field, Jagger brought it. Uh, he brought it all day long. He brought it for multiple decades. I got to see him in Chicago in the 90s. Cool. The Bridges to Babylon tour at the old Soldier Field before they made it look weird. Uh, it was awesome. Awesome experience. Great rock star. 
Are we are we in agreement on Jagger? I think, I think we are. so. Yeah. Yeah. Jagger's one of he's one of the avatars of 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 Rockstar. You know. Well said. Yeah, well said. That's it. Ugly and weird, but in a hot way. Uh, yeah, ugly and weird, but in such a hot way. Young Jagger, good-looking dude. Oh, I yeah. don't know if you've had the Young Jagger like Google image experience, but uh, yeah. yeah, you owe it to yourself. I mean, I, I think you know the Matty Healy's of the world today. Um, a, a lot of it is homages to Mick Jagger. I think a lot of people learned how to be rock stars. Uh, by watching Mick Jagger, and that that's worth something. All right, boys, it's getting so tough right now. These are such hard-fought matchups. Um, we're, we're drawing this bracket to a close. We got two matchups to talk about. Bob Dylan versus Johnny Cash. Two beloved, beloved men in the hipster community, like, for different reasons. Um, this is like hipster on hipster violence here, almost. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Trudy and I might... You and Trudy might come to blows. You might you might throw hands over this one, boys. I'm gonna let you duke it out. Uh, make the argument. Who, whoever wants to go first. Look, I think it's Dylan. it's Dylan. Okay, <laughs> it, it can't be anyone but Dylan here. Um, I think Trudy made some great points for Dylan earlier. Yeah, he did. He um, yeah, Trudy's mind is open <laughs> vis-a-vis Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. where um, <laughs> culturally his he's so significant. I think he yeah. articulated in a, such a unique way the feeling of America mm-hmm. for several decades. Um, I think his persona was so kind of effortless and, and weird and unique. Yeah. I think the 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 transition from acoustic to electric too mm. was so fascinating mm-hmm. as a rock star to shift personas and, and, and sound. Interesting about both of these men is that they both kind of like dabbled in Christianity for a hot minute. They both did like the Christian hat tip at one point. So I think that's fascinating. I really hate the position this puts me in. I'm like a child of divorce choosing who who to live with right now. <laughs> like Trudy, make your argument for Johnny Cash and then I'm going to have to face my, my biggest fears and, and choose one. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying in case I don't get to talk about Cash again because he uh-huh. unjustly loses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Johnny Cash is one of the four greatest rock stars of all time. Mm. I think he deserves to be in the final four. Mm. But Dylan does too, so I don't... No, I agree I don't with that. To tell in the abstract, yeah. I agree with that. But here's the thing about Johnny Cash. <laughs> Johnny Cash is more than Bob Dylan is. Mm. And to explain what I mean by that, Johnny Cash, as a songwriter, as an artist stylistically with the music that he made, just the music he made, gave voice to some of the same sorts of struggles that Bob Dylan did with songs I think that stand the the test of time just as well. Mm. You know, if you look at something like Folsom Prison Blues or Cocaine Blues or even, you know, he didn't write it, but if you're you're coming along later with Hurt, Mm. um, in addition to his, you know, his Apple with Love songs and more traditional country stuff, it gave voice to that same sort of heart of America yeah. ethos that, that Dylan represents. So they both represent that. But when I say that Cash is more than Dylan, what I mean is everything that he brought beyond that. He brought the persona of, you know, the transgressive, you know, performing at San Quentin, the, you know, the iconic flipping off the camera moment. Yeah, he took some big swings. I don't think Dylan has a moment as iconic as that. Oh, that's interesting. If you're saying encapsulated in a moment. Yeah, I don't think Dylan has anything that iconic. I don't know because I think you need to you need to learn your history better if you're going to say that. <laughs> I think Dylan, if you want to use the going electric example, Dylan 
was the folk god and he went out and he played electric and the crowd hated him and he tried to yell him off stage and then yeah. he took that style he stuck he, with it he stuck with it and it became generation defining and also if we're going to talk about the message and the lyrics and and what the songs mean i think cash captured the feeling of america similar to dylan but he was less political he was less antagonistic about his messaging whereas dylan was more he really took took shots at at those in power he really was if you want to use the hipster example he was thinking really deeply about these political issues Mm -hmm. and infusing them in his lyrics Cash was a little bit more comfortable, I think, even later in his career, being kind of beloved by those in the South and being kind of a beloved country star. Whereas yeah. he, whereas I think Dylan always maintained that edge of um, maybe a bit of cynicism, a bit mm-hmm. of um, a kind of political, politicized, political, politi- I'm losing the word. Yeah. Um, but very, very political yeah. within his lyrics throughout all of his career. I, I think. Um, Cash even shied away from that kind of controversy, uh, even if he didn't early in his career, because uh, Cash kind of just ended up playing those those country <laughs> stadium tours, and he really didn't take any more shots after that. Whereas Dylan never stopped. I'm gonna say that the shoe is on the other foot in the sense that I think you need to learn your history. Uh, <laughs> Cash was Cash was political, and I'm not I'm not gonna argue necessarily that he was as political as Dylan, just because that would you know. We'd have to go down, I don't know, bullet point by bullet, by bullet point, I guess. But Cash, you know, Cash argued both through his songs and through campaigns that he was a part of and through writing letters and being a spokesperson on, on behalf of, of felons um, and prison rights, which is, I think, probably one of the less popular things you could do, especially in the America of the time. And Cash, you know, Cash went to prison. Cash, Cash was in prison. Yeah. Um, Cash also, like confronted the treatment of Native Americans in sort of the the iconography of the thing that he was a part of, country music and, and Western uh, culture. He confronted that treatment. He, again, was a spokesperson um, on that issue. He wrote letters. He spoke with politicians. So he very much, um, you know, he, he walked the line, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. I, I think you're right that he was political. I, I wasn't saying he wasn't, but what was he up to in the 80s, man? Like, he, he didn't keep that up. I think Dylan kept it up and always stayed that So, Alcazar, your, your argument is Dylan stayed miserable for multiple decades. Johnny Cash started enjoying his life, and we're, we're dinging him for that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I think at a certain <laughs> level... Uh, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if your rock star persona, if a lot of it's gonna surround being, being, um, going against what's acceptable or going against cultural norms or taking names against power, I think Cash had a great start, but I don't think he stuck with it. Yeah, I think Dylan is arguably still doing it. This is a tough moment for me, boys. I got to choose a parent here. Um, I got cash. You got cash? Dang it. I got cash. Here's why. Um, gun to my head. If you said, who, who would you rather see? If you can only see one show for the rest of your life, it's Johnny Cash or Bob Dylan. It'd be cash. Who would you rather like be stranded in like an airport lobby with? It's Johnny Cash. Um, you walk down the street in Nashville, you got to... A thousand hipsters trying to be Bob Dylan, but if Johnny Cash walks down the street, you know who you're looking at. Um, it's Johnny Cash, but it's close, and I respect both arguments. That was a tough choice for me, boys. Yeah, it's like I'm 
the attorney's got the piece of paper. I got to write a name in. You know, I got to write mom or dad. It's a, it's a tough moment. Uh, all right. We got Mick Jagger versus Jimi Hendrix. I'm going Hendrix here, which I guess might be controversial. I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough one for me too. I'm I'm really I'm really on on the the fence here. Truths. Yeah, I'm on the fence too. My gut says Hendrix. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think Hendrix is uh, cooler. He's edgier. Um, and you know the image is at least as iconic, if not as you know long lived. He played guitar. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and he was I, good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this matchup, too, is a little bit easier in the sense that we're comparing two rock stars that did kind of similar things. Yeah. And I think Hendrix, if you're comparing him to Jagger. Yeah. He's just a bit, he's a bit edgier, I think. Yeah. He's a bit more rambunctious on stage. Yeah. A little a little more interesting to look at. All right, boys. Um, we got to close this bracket and this episode with one last matchup, we got Johnny Cash versus Jimi Hendrix. This is a tough one. Now, Trudy, I this, know, is going to go Cash. This is proof that this exercise is working, though, because I yeah. think we, we really have whittled the bracket down to the two biggest rock stars of the 60s and 70s in terms of juice. I agree. Um, kind of overall scope, influence. Um I honestly don't know how I'm voting, but I got to do it soon because Maxim does have to be picked up at 5:30. So I got another, another text come in. But uh, you guys make an argument. I think I think it's go. I'm going Hendrix. Okay. Um, I think he's, I think he's a better rock star than Cash. Okay. I think if you're talking about performance, which we can start there. Performance yeah. wise, Cash, he's got the charisma. He's 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 art, from an artistry perspective, he's like phenomenal on stage. Um, but you're if you. If you compare Hendrix's performance to, to Cash, I don't think you can do that. Yes, yeah. Hendrix was, to on a certain level, just so wild mm. and out of control. I think that's the feeling that you got. If I had to imagine what it felt like to watch Hendrix live, it's it was out of control. Here's the thing, though, and maybe this is my age talking. Do you go to a show to see somebody be out of control, or do you go to a show to see somebody be amazing? And I think there are two... They were, they were both amazing, right? But I don't know. And again, maybe this is the the nature of being 47. I think I go to a Johnny Cash show as an experience and more of a kind of artistic journey with someone I really respect. Um, yeah, the Jimi Hendrix experience is going to be more lurid, more titillating, more maybe interesting in the moment. But um, I think I disagree with you, though, because yeah. I think... If you're, the question is, do you go to a, a, do you go see a rock star perform, to see someone out of control? I think the the, the answer to that isn't necessarily, is, isn't yes or no. Obviously, Hendrix was in control, mm. but it's the feeling you get, right? That's true. And yeah, sure, Hendrix there with Cash, you kind of have the artistry there, and you respect him. But is that is that the metric for what you? you want out of a rock star. I think it's interesting that we've we've whittled this category down to two people who are both really honest. You're getting a really honest performance out of both guys. Absolutely. And I, I know I value that. I think you guys value it too. Trudes, your thoughts? This is tough. And I, I will say, like, no matter who wins this, you know, that, that rock star deserves it as a rock star on their own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in many ways they are 
equals if opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, charisma. I think they're equals, although they did it very differently. Um, they both were countercultural. Um, yeah, I, I think it. You know, it, it all comes down to the metric that you're using. If if you're using energy, if you're using performance. Um, and performance art as a component of, of music and of rock star qualities, uh, certainly that's Hendrix. I don't, I don't think there's any contest. Um, but I think if you're using ultimately the music, yeah, I think it's Johnny Cash. Um, and in some sense, that's a little bit of an unfair advantage for Johnny Cash. I'll admit that up front because he had a lot longer to make music. Um, and you know, we can't really fault Hendrix for that per se. Although I will say, like what you said, he was kind of so much of a rock star that it killed him. So, you know that that plays into the longevity of his music as well. Um, I actually have a clear direction on this one, and it came to me as you guys were speaking, and it's Hendrix, and here's why: he was a rock star. He was a rock and roll musician. Johnny Cash, amazing in all the aforementioned ways, but he's a country star. And I think if if this is a truly a podcast about rock stars, by definition, I got to go with Hendrix on this one, though it was very close. Um, I can live with that. Can I we agree. live with it? I I think it's Hendrix. Okay, it's Hendrix. Boys, we have a winner for the '60s bracket. It's Jimi Hendrix advancing to the final four. The fan base is excited. Um, this was awesome, and it was an exercise that really worked and was really fun. I'm going to close this episode. We will see you next time.